You're listening to The Professional Blur, a podcast hosted by me, Jason Klom. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to The Professional Blur podcast. This is your host, Jason Klom. My guest this week is Donna Ritchie. Thank you so much for doing the show. Thanks, Jason, for having me. So you run Geeky Tees here in Burbank. You have for, I don't even know when you started it originally. Oh, crud. I just remember it was five, well, it was five years ago on November 18th. Oh, okay. Wow. Awesome. Just had an anniversary. Remarkable. You're in a new space, a bigger space, a very fun space. And you've come see me act, and I didn't even know you were coming to the shows because I've been I've been a big fan of your shops, and now you're coming to my shows, uh, the drinking game for anybody who doesn't a drinking game for those who don't know. Um, and now I know that you've done not only okay. So here's the thing: you listed you've done extra work. That's not that unusual, right? But you've listed a few things that we may have possibly been involved in together, just <laughs> didn't know each other. So we'll get to that. But I do. I'm going to ask you. Tell me a little bit about the shop. Tell me a little bit about the acting and and modeling work that you've done. And then we'll get into the other questions. Okay. Well, Geeky Tees was born of my steampunk clothing store. I had the first brick and mortar steampunk clothing store in the world. Awesome. And we had secret game nights after work Mm -hmm. with uh, just friends and customers. And I decided I would not like to be in fashion anymore because, spoiler alert, it's a soulless, horrible industry (laughs) to be in. (laughs) So I got rid of the part that doesn't make me happy and kept the board games. So uh, I love it. So that's Geeky Tees. We're a really friendly place. I actually have a sign outside that says no mean people. Mm -hmm. And that, I think, sets a great tone for the place. And... We play games. We have fun. We are very friendly to new people, to those who the last thing they played was Monopoly. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And we just, we try to be very welcoming and have fun. We have a Stranger Things room. We have a Twin Peaks room that's Mm -hmm. behind you. We've Mm -hmm. got Sherlock's living room from the BBC version. We've got the Dwarven Tavern, which is upstairs and has very low ceilings. It does. I love it. I love it. (laughs) So we we played into that theme and make everyone feel like giants up there. <laughs> and we have a cat rescue. Yes. In store. And so, yeah, that is where I'm at in life. But previously, I was a professional model for over 20 years. And uh, my little nickname was the Gothic Supermodel uh-huh. because at that time, there wasn't a, a spot for that kind of situation, right? Like, right, right. Certainly, gothic clothing websites and stores had models, but sure. no one really kind of went into that niche as being top of the game of it. So I decided that's what I was going to do and had a good time, uh-huh. had a lot of weird experiences. I bet. And I think that kind of led into the the extra work and the acting because I thought, well, if I can stand in front of a camera for mm-hmm. long periods of time and act like I have emotions that they don't really necessarily have, because <laughs> mm-hmm. mm-hmm. I was like the perky goth kid, uh-huh. <laughs> then I could probably do it on motion camera. Yeah, why not? Probably. <laughs> <laughs> so you, when you started doing, and this is actually most of the time, actually most extras aren't necessarily actors. Were you an actor in, in any way or just you'd done modeling, which actually there is an element of acting to modeling, but. Right. No, I had not. I, And I still maintain this to this day. I don't want to be an actor. Mm-hmm. I wanted to pay bills. I thought it'd be fun. And because there were a lot of casting calls at that time for weirdos, mm-hmm, which mm-hmm. are now normal people, but back sure. then, pierced punk, uh, goth, 
folks were were the weirdos and the you mm-hmm. know like dragon talent had all those guys uh so i decided yeah i'll show up for a set one day and it was full of all of my friends that, that like, we were just sitting around waiting to be shot and i thought this is fun and i got paid and they fed me so yeah i'll do this more often yeah why wouldn't you I mean, it's fun. I, I, I personally enjoy, it's one of those things where I talk to some actor type people and they're like, it's the most boring thing in the world. And they're not wrong. It, it, the sitting around is boring, but the, if you know people there or if you can do something with your time or like me, if you're obsessed with film in general and you just like being on sets, like it's huge. So I can imagine like if you find, again, for you, it seems like it was the people though, right? Is that safe to say? It was the people and maybe that's what, Maybe that was the foreshadowing that caused me to have my own clothing line, but I liked watching the story that the costumers told before an actor even walked onto the oh, set. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I that was fascinating that. to watch them and, and watch people come out of that trailer, usually. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> do you know? Do you remember what your first time on, on a movie or TV set was? Oh, In any capacity. Was it Buffy? Huh. It might have been Buffy. Uh-huh. Um, it was either Buffy or a film that was called Har Har. It was called Goth. I think they changed it. Uh, okay, okay. But at the time it was, and I was playing like the pet of a vampire. Oh my God. <laughs> and I was playing vampire LARPs at that time. Uh-huh. So it, I had the clothes, I had the attitude. Did and you it, have the teeth? Did you have the fake teeth? Like the good uh, caps? No, I had the terrible ones from Hot Topic where okay. you actually mix, you know, like yourself. Like or whatever? Yeah. yeah, okay, yeah, okay. <laughs> Oh, so bad. And they kept falling off, and oh, I would no. talk badly because the saliva kind of like goes into it through oh, the side God, and okay. then loosens it, and then it kind of falls, and you have to keep pushing it up with your tongue between sentences. It's the oh, worst. No. no, no, no. Oh, yeah. <laughs> what What did you do on Buffy? I, what, goth kid. Yeah, goth yeah, kid. Yeah. yeah, we were all uh, in a, a club of people who were promised... Uh, immortality by the vampires when the vampires showed up mm-hmm. but it turns out it was really just a a people buffet waiting to be <laughs> eaten Love and it. uh <laughs> so good yeah <laughs> do you know the name of the episode do you know the names of any of the episodes you're in i always like to oh. write don't no pressure if you don't because i don't don't worry about it like if you don't you don't um, i wish my like, friend mike was here he can name every episode, every episode. name it's oh, crazy boy i love it i'm gonna i'm just gonna write down for future reference people buffet and i'm gonna because <laughs> here's the thing one of my first episodes also a drinking game person jeremy guskin his first and only extra gig was on buffy so and i don't know i'm always you know, it'd be funny if it were the same episode. Not likely, but, you know, I'm always trying to dig. Um, so when you got on set, was there, were you nervous? Like, what what was your feeling? Or were you just chill because you knew the people or you got a sense of the room? So I hadn't actually seen the show. I was a, oh, okay. a latecomer uh-huh. to the fandom. And I wasn't nervous at first, but other people made me nervous. Okay. The uh, One of the PAs came out. And spoke to us because I guess he was assuming being all goth kids, we were all fans of the show. Oh, sure, sure. And so we got a talking to about how we were not to look Sarah in the face, not to ask her questions, not to speak to her, not to get in her way. And uh, yeah, so I was like, oh, geez, this doesn't sound like a friendly set at all. Right, right. And then Allison Hannigan comes out and with her dog and she's like, oh, let's all play with my dog. And I'm like, oh my God. wow, polar opposites here. Right. 
holy shit, that's yeah. so funny. Yeah. That is what I would expect from Alison Hannigan. <laughs> like, that's great. That's good to hear that that's at least how she was then. That's remarkable. So sweet. Joking around with people, oh, taking see, time to nice. talk to them. Mm-hmm. Uh, that can make that can be the difference, honestly, between a really shitty set and, and a nice one. Like, sometimes you have somebody, I'm not going to say Sarah Michelle Gellar's shitty, but that setup is shitty for her one way or another. Like, if somebody says, don't look her in the eye, I hate hearing that shit. But when somebody else comes on, they can really fix the whole set by just being a nice person. Like... It's also possible she wasn't a very good actress at the time. and re- No, I, and I don't mean that in a disparaging way, but rather some people have trouble moving in and out of character. Yes, for sure. And it's possible that she's just one of those people that has to you know, keep it in her brain and doesn't want to get kind of sidetracked on her way from mm-hmm. trailer to set. I'm hoping that's the case. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And not some ego thing. Right. right. Yeah, I mean, I was I was on The Aviator, and they did the same thing for Martin Scorsese. And I'm like, okay, this is oh. right. And he, what's weird is he walks by me, and another guy's like, who's that? And I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> like, you could, even if you didn't know what Martin Scorsese looked like, you get a gist with this person walking with him. And the, I did, it was just very weird. It was a very <laughs> weird situation. Um So, okay, so that's your first time on a set. And I always ask your first extra gig, but it sounds like that was either the vampire pet thing or that was your first extra gig. Yeah, I don't know that I could ever really consider myself an actor because doesn't mm-hmm. that mean lines? It depends, because um, I don't really have any line. I've never been paid to have a line in anything, but unless you count a drinking game, which I do, but I mean, on, on screen, you know, it's hard to say. If You're you, one you, of my favorite parts of a drinking game, well, by the I way. I take it. Thank you very much. And I'm not just saying that because I'm on this podcast. I really, <laughs> I really enjoy watching Jason on there. I will take it. I mean, you know. But, I mean, I don't know. You're an actor if you like to act. So if you don't like it, then whatever. But I, I do sometimes I, – I don't like to disparage extra work if only because there are plenty of actors who do it and plenty of act- extras who are better at being extras than other people. There are extras who are way better than I am. I'm shit at following directions first off. There are some extras who are so used to it, like, oh, that's all I got to do? Cool. And they're, they're great. They've got it figured out. So I'll, I'll give them credit for being actors, even if they're, you know, there's no character or whatever. Um, let's see. Okay. First time on set. First extra gig. How about, um, hmm. Well, actually, let's get to this because I, I want to talk about Alias. So, do, what, what's this? Do you remember shooting it and, and 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 what the setting was? What's the setting? It was a German uh, club. Yep, same episode. Oh, really? Yes. So you and I are both in that same episode. Okay, but I have part of the episode that you fortunately probably do not have. Okay. Okay. So I decided I wanted to go into teaching. Mm-hmm. And. Disney has its own preschool uh-huh. for the children of Disney employees. Yeah, yeah. And it's a great gig. I really enjoyed preschool teaching, and that was something I did part-time, but because I was a substitute, you would get called in in the morning or not. Mm-hmm. So there were days I filled it with extra work. Sure, sure. And we get to the ABC lot mm-hmm. across the street from the preschool. Uh-huh. And they dress me up in uh, leather and thigh-high, you know, boots, and I'm I'm looking pretty dominatrixy. Uh huh. Sure. And at the time, I had stop sign red hair, uh-huh. and I mean stop sign red hair. Uh huh. All the kids called me Teacher Ariel. There is no mistaking me for anybody else. <laughs> Usually, well, you know, on on sets they have uh, like a crafty uh-huh. truck. Uh-huh. And so you never leave the area. But on the ABC lot, you are supposed to go to the commissary where Mm. everybody goes. Right. Everyone who works there. 
So I passed many people whose children I watch on a daily basis That's trying so to hide my face. Funny. Which oh, is hard no. to do with stop sign red hair. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Is this one of the sets where you knew some of the other people there? Because I'll tell you, a lot of people stood out for me on this set. Like, I, I remember them vividly to this day, but I didn't know any of them. You know, the trauma was so great of having people question my ability to watch their kids mm -hmm, mm -hmm. that I don't remember almost anyone uh -huh. on set. Oh, no. I just remember I was standing at the bar, though, uh -huh. uh, next to Jennifer when she turned to talk to people in that scene. Mm -hmm. And I... Wow, she has a presence. Uh-huh, for sure. Yeah, she just glows, and she's taller than you think, mm -hmm. and beautiful. I actually think she doesn't photograph well because she's that much prettier in person. Uh-huh, right, that, right, right. that's saying something because she's lovely. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Yeah, it, it's weird how some people in three dimensions make more sense than they do on screen. I don't know. I don't know what that is. Couldn't tell you. And yeah. Yeah, it, it's weird. I, I almost want to pull up, you know, if I can pull up the scene, I, I want to, I know it's the same episode, but I'm going to pull it up anyway. I'm going to pull up my thing from it. Uh, so there was a guy... I love that this is because this is distinctly the same episode. But there was a guy who had spikes this high, about a foot or higher. I don't know if you recall him. Yes. Okay. But he said, he specific, and everybody's like, you walked in like that, right? He's like, yeah, I drove with my head out the window. He drove with his head crooked and his neck was hurting all day because he had to drive with his head out the window so he didn't fuck up his spikes. And I'm like, this is some fucking dedication. And that's when I realized, oh, these are not people doing it like I was for a day. These are people who kind of were living it or at least have the accoutrement to go with it yeah. at the last second. And I'm so not. glad to know I can curse on this because oh, I, yes, I was please. avoiding no, it. No, go for it. And then go I just the heard gusto. you, yeah, drop you, the f bombs, <laughs> uh -huh. and I was like, oh, yeah, oh, no, you're okay. good, you're good, please. So, well, I, I, I can't believe it. I, I mean, it's, it's that's too bad that it was <laughs> roughly traumatic for you to be doing this. <laughs> that's, uh, I mean, I didn't because, oh, God, I. So I did the reason, and I apologize. I'm looking at my phone. I'm only doing it because I'm trying to find this. It's okay. Um, I had to, so the, I did it through Central Casting. Did you do it through Central or through, like, directly through ABC somehow because you were working there roughly? So I, part of my weird life, I used to have a modeling agency of my own. Oh, okay. And it was called Wicked Talent. Mm -hmm. And we dealt with the weirdos. Sure. And we would work often with a place called Bat Pack talent okay and they also dealt with weirdos so we would you know team up a lot if they didn't have enough people they'd call us and vice versa and they worked directly with central oh okay yeah like wow. they were in charge of the weirdo section and central would call them because they wouldn't keep people like that on their books sure. no, back no, no. then no yeah now but it's commonplace it explains then why they were so picky when i called in like so do you have black hair do you look goth? Because uh, you don't. And I'm like, yep, I definitely do. I am the blondest blonde. And uh, I mean, I'm, th I'm this color. So it's a mix, right? And I had actual hair at the time. I didn't have to shave my head to hide the balding. Uh, I can't find it right now. I'll show you later. But it, it, just because it's fun. Uh, so I went to the 99 cent store or somewhere and got the cheapest. But I got permanent hair dye like an idiot. I didn't oh. know temporary hair dye was a thing. Oops. So dyed my hair permanently black. Uh, wanted to buy stockings to rip and put on my arm, but uh, more like leggings. So they didn't rip, they didn't spider, they just 
tour and they looked like shit. <laughs> and <laughs> I looked like, but they're like, I show up and they're like, oh, you look fine. So I apparently had the look down and they even cut to me like Jennifer Garner's looking and then I'm walking through the scene. So they cut to me and I was like, whoa. And I had to, that was like the first time I think I saw myself like properly on screen was this episode. So I think it's so funny that we were both there. Yeah. Yeah. That's remarkable. I'm now trying to. So can we see you in the episode? That's the next question because I have it at home and I'm going to have to pull it up. I feel like you see like side of me and you mm -hmm. see like the corset pretty well. Mm -hmm. And I think you see my waist as I, I do walk through the scene as well. So it's possible mm -hmm. we walked right past each That's other. So funny. Like after she came down the stairs. This is, yeah, right when she comes in the room, she's standing there with whatever the dude was and she's just panning the room to see who's in there. And I'm the first person that walks, that they cut to to walk by. Yeah, so we we actually probably That's like so walked next to each funny. other. <laughs> but you had you, bright red hair. I mean, that's Stop what I got to look sign for. Red I hair. love that so much. That's so good. Did you then? Okay, so here's the other thing. Then the same day, everybody was on set, and if you went through Central, they said, "Oh, uh, what you call it? Crossing Jordan is casting for Goths again." Oh. The next day, it was either one or the other. I can't remember which was first, but Crossing Jordan and Alias were literally a day apart from each other. Episodes were named almost the exact same thing, and they both involved Goth slash vampire bars, <laughs> and everybody was on both sets. Uh, where was that filmed? Uh, one was shot downtown in a hotel, I think. I, th I, I think that's where it was. And then the other one was obviously at ABC. I think I was. Yeah, that's so hilarious. Holy crap. I met Jerry O'Connell that day. Oh, wow. And forced a handshake because everybody else, <laughs> he was so nice and he's shaking people's hands. And I'm like, I got to get a handshake. So I walked up. Hi, Mr. O'Connell. He's like, okay. And shook my hand because he's too nice. Uh, yeah, that is hilarious. Uh, it's just weird that they're the two goth things that, that existed ever at at this point. Like, nobody was doing it. I don't know why. Do you think? I'm just wondering if one of the shows knew that the other show was doing it. They're like, we have to do a fucking goth show now. It's very weird. I think it was timely, right? Like, was it? I mean, maybe you would know better than I would. You were in the world, so. I mean, yeah, I feel like there was a little while, like steampunk was. Sure. Everyone was trying to throw it in an episode yeah, to seem yeah, hip yeah. and cool. Right. And, <laughs> destigmatize it but yet at the same time enforce the stereotype oh 100 percent, yes yeah. i mean there's always got to be an evil version of that in the show especially in a show like that so then it's like oh okay so the worst of them are murderers right it's like oh you're not helping our case any no <laughs> not really helping the goths or the people who like to dress like vampires um what about do you have any oh, well this this can be sensitive so are there any celebrity meetings you're okay about, talking about on set did you meet anybody who's like super cool you can you know or somebody you want to hint at being a dick and don't want to say their name that's fine you know i mean i think i already said sarah but again <laughs> sure. i don't she was not mean the pa mm -hmm. was just had boundaries set for her yeah. either because she set them herself mm -hmm. or they wanted to and those boundaries were not to be crossed, mm -hmm. but she was not mean to anybody. Mm -hmm. um, people I thought were the best. Okay, first of all, <laughs> and this is my, you know how everyone's got that list of celebrities? Sure, sure. Crispin Glover uh -huh. on Charlie's Angels, too. Uh -huh. Oh, man. <laughs> oh, man. He invited me to his house afterwards for a party. Oh, my God. Yeah, apparently he has a thing for goth girls. Oh, well, that's uh, no surprise. Yeah, I know. Did you see the eyeball collection? I did, yeah. You did. <laughs> it exists. Yeah, oh, no. the antique uh, glass eyeball collection. And it's one of the first things you see when you walk into his foyer. It's okay. directly across from the doors, framed and big as day. Oh, my God. Because Tom Wilson has said that, but he's a stand-up. And I'm like, are you making jokes, Biff? No, apparently that's real. I didn't know you knew about that. Yes. yes. And he has antique uh, medical equipment 
that he collects. <laughs> Holy shit. And he doesn't even really have real, like, kitchenware. It's all antique carnival glass and <laughs> like they look like vials like scientific you know beakers wow. and things yeah he's a weird one he's living a life huh yeah he's got a catwalk in his living room and he's got like stairs that go to nowhere if you look up at the second story there is a door uh-huh. and there is wrought iron uh banister and uh-huh. and just like a few steps and it looks like it like twist and broke off uh-huh and, and it's there intentionally. Yeah. So, of course, you're curious what's if, in that why door. Why would you not be? Yeah. yeah. Wow. You're mm-hmm. blowing my mind a little bit. No, a lot, actually. Okay, so you've got a list. Let's pull from your list because I, I have been steering this too much. What's some stuff you want to talk about? What do I want to talk about? Constantine was great. Uh, yeah. Keanu was amazing and sweet and mm-hmm. kind. And what did you play? A Sepulvite. And that is a what? I have not seen Constantine. I'm oh. I'm the least nerdy nerd. I apologize. So. That's okay. The comic was better. Sorry. Okay. <laughs> so the whole thing is he... See, I can't remember it anymore. He is... He either gets called back into hell. I am the worst nerd right now. <laughs> it's all right. But he, he spends some time there uh, back and forth. And the... I guess I was like a creature of hell maybe someone who's been there for a while and is just half humanoid at this point Mm -hmm. but we got great makeup we got wardrobe and everyone was really good about acting and they taught us how to crawl over each other in a safe manner and just writhe on the floor oh that's so good yeah except that in post they cgi'd us so so very much that you can't even tell it's human beings in the scene what the hell i know why that's weird. I don't know. What's the, what did the, can you describe the makeup like roughly? Uh yeah, well, I mean, to be honest, we were we just looked dirty and uh, mm-hmm. almost like a Dickensian orphan. Awesome. But they did it in a great way. I don't really know how to describe it except the shit was really hard to get off when you got home. Oh boy. But uh yeah, like they they made our hair messy and they gave us tattered stained clothing and and just yeah, really dirtied us up and made us look like we've we have definitely not showered. Uh-huh. There's possibly fecal matter involved. Oh, boy. And, uh, I mean, not really, but they made it sure. look that way. Sure, Because, ew. And <laughs> I'd be, set. I, I would be right out uh-huh. at that moment. I'd, I don't do body, well, some body fluids. And, yeah, and it, again, it was such a great set. And it, this was, I don't know how long ago, but it, it was before it was a thing. Mm-hmm. They said, you know, now we like to do like little goofy things for just the directors, uh-huh. but we don't tell him first. <laughs> no. So I want you all to do something funny when uh, when we hit go, but don't tell anyone. And uh-huh. so we all gathered together and decided we were going to do a thriller flash mob <laughs> before it was called thriller flash mob. I'm uh-huh. like, come on, just follow me. And it was great. And it was Holy so shit. fun. And I don't know if that ever made it to like a DVD like or anything. Dips, special features or something. Okay. Yeah, you have I to keep an eye out for that. Okay. Again, yeah, I liked the comic back when a billion years ago, but I I saw the movie once and I was like, eh, I'm done. Mm-hmm. So I don't own it on DVD or anything or Blu-ray or whatever the kids are doing these days mm-hmm. with their <laughs> electronics and their stuff and their phones. <laughs> you just run a shop dedicated to pop culture. That's fine. You know. That's... Yeah. Yeah. Do I actually have to participate? No. Yeah, okay. Not really. Yeah. No. You're fine. Yeah, I do board games mostly. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you were a corpse once. We mentioned, we were talking about it before. Oh, yeah. Yeah, tell me about it. I was a corpse on Charmed. I was first a, a demon, and then there was a huge explosion. I remember, oh, God, what's her name? 
Uh, she came in later uh-huh. into the series. Oh, okay. After. Let's uh, see. Wow, I just really cramped up all of a sudden. Let me see if I have any connection because it doesn't want to connect me to anything right now. After Let's Shannon see. Doherty left. Yes. A, another sister came in. Okay, I can I can certainly look it up later. I, I have no connection, literally. So I. I if, if, all right. So while I'm talking, I'm actually going to put him on our Wi-Fi. Oh yeah, there you go. Please, thank you. <laughs> if I can find out where you you don't have a uh, an iPhone. No, yeah. I don't here. I can I can. Let's see. Yeah, just I, it's put that right up. Otherwise, I'll just tell everybody our uh, yeah sure our sure, Wi-Fi sure. here mm-hmm. on your podcast. Mm-hmm. I'm going to write it down for you. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> but anyway, uh, beautiful, sexy actress whose name I forget and I feel like a heel right now. No, you're fine. She was wearing a latex dress. Uh-huh. And she couldn't actually put underwear or anything on because it was oh, see-through. No. Oh my god. So okay. that got a little egregious. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But again, gorgeous. Sure. And so she was walking through the scene and I was trying not to gawk. And pretend I'm in this demon marketplace. Mm-hmm. I think the a baby was stolen and brought to this marketplace, and oh. they came through a portal or something to get it back. Oh, my God. And then a, this great explosion, and I was on the ground. And they made these, like, oversized books. Uh-huh. We're talking a book that is probably at least two feet tall. Oh, Jesus. Okay. Uh, by a foot wide. And they were made out of really lightweight would and they laid that on top of me any of these people uh it is rose mcgowan Ro- oh rose mcgowan Jeez. yeah okay sure all right i know i feel bad no, uh, fine. hottie mccotty is that right yeah i'm so, not objectifying she yeah. it's true mm-hmm. so <laughs> yeah so i got to lay there for a long time being dead were you did they give you any crazy death makeup like anything like Oh, I think I did have like a trickle of blood or something down my forehead because that's where everyone gets a wound when they die. Sure. Trickle of blood down the forehead. Down the forehead. I mean, that's how it goes. We all know it. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm-hmm. I mentioned earlier that I was a corpse once uh, and I, uh, holy cow, there's so much on your list. I love this. Yeah, but no, I want to hear about you No, no, yeah, yeah. So CSI New York, I wonder if I can even pull it up to show you. I can now that I'm on the Wi-Fi thing. Oh, here we go. Yes, I can. So that's the burn makeup they put me in. (gasps) That's good. It's nuts, right? And that's gross. Yeah, and they obviously, they legally cannot let you leave the set with it on, so they have to remove it for you. But I said, can I keep the skin? They're like, uh, yeah <laughs> they're like what the fuck but sure you can keep it so i have it in a bag somewhere Ew. but you can only see my feet you can only see my feet they had a toe tag on me i got to keep the toe tag too i keep as much shit as i can nice so i had a name which was john fig don't okay here we go so there's my alias right there there's that's me walking through set that's with my dyed hair and my black eyeliner instead of lipstick on okay so now you look familiar yeah yeah isn't that funny <laughs> this is me at 24 yeah so i and i had eyeliner on instead of lipstick oh my gosh are we the same age uh i don't know 1980 is when i was born close okay okay all right a year off oh okay yeah see I'm, I'm not gonna tell anybody my guests ages but you know now we know now i know but yeah so let's it's uh and i've got this terrible like uh like a ska wallet chain which i don't know why i even had that's what i'm wearing around my neck uh it's just <laughs> my dad's 1970s uh my only suit that i owned but it worked because it was dark. I thought so. Yeah, so. There we go. Um, it's very funny. Um, so yeah, I was a corpse, and they they only showed my feet. You can barely you can barely see anything of me. Except That's my so feet. disappointing. It when is. things like that happen. I know because like my dream was like I want to be go away. No, thank you. I don't want that phone call. Uh, it was to be a corpse and to be seen. <laughs> uh, but see, but now, but you, but you saw yourself. Did you see yourself then 
on that one? Or did you never look out for yourself? Because I have a habit of obviously trying to find myself in these shows. No, I I did look for myself and kind mm-hmm. of saw there was a, I don't remember if it was a drone or a crane, but they did pan uh, high over the set. Mm-hmm. And so I, I did see myself laying there. Las Vegas. What'd you do in Las Vegas? Oh my gosh. I was a vampire. Wait, they had vamp- Why were there vampires on Las Okay, please tell me. <laughs> I just hell? remember that they came up to check on this room. They might have been rock stars or something. Okay. But it was a special request that the coffins be brought up into their room for everyone to sleep in. Okay. Okay. All of the, te- the yeah, the stars. Uh-huh. And so I had to be stuck in a coffin with a guy who... I guess deodorant was a, oh, an no. optional no, 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 thing. No, 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 And naked. I'm sorry, what? Yeah, naked. Both of you are only yourself, because I know normally they're just going to make the women be naked for this kind of Yeah, show. he had clothes on, thank God. Yeah, but, sure, but... Yeah, I was naked. Wow. And I was feeling pretty good about myself, uh-huh. because I was in shape. Sure. And... Uh, this is super TMI, but my boobs were still where they should be. And they, <laughs> I'm really glad they still are now. But so I was feeling super good about myself. Sure. And we were the only people there. Like a, my friend Vesper and I were pretty much the only nudie girls. Mm-hmm. And then they bring in Playboy models for flavor uh-huh. in, in the vampire party naked room. Uh-huh. So, you know, that went downhill. That's that's nuts. I for, that was like an ABC show or some shit, though, right? So why did they have you be naked? That's so... I don't get it. I mean, there were plenty of blurs. I did have he- okay. headlights covered and uh-huh. nude panties, but they intentionally shot it to look like... I see. Okay, so they did like blurring we were all and nude. stuff. Okay, gotcha. Yeah. Wow. That is I the most uncomfortable. Now, I... There is a thing at, at Central Casting where you say, are you willing to do nudity? When I was 23, I was like, sure, why not? Yeah. Got to be 26, 27. I'm like, why the fuck would I ever do that? Um, but yeah, that takes way more guts than I would ever have. That's that's crazy. Especially but, because I was just, you know, walking around in the extras room and they didn't give us robes or anything oh, to put on. on. Yeah, in between no, filming. No, no, so no, 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 just no, walking no. around with nude panties. That is so and, uncomfortable. And pasties. Jesus. And it wasn't a particularly warm set. Uh-huh. Yeah. Kind Boy. of far away is in Culver City, right? Were you shooting in Culver City on their regular set, or was it like on location somewhere, somewhere else? No, it was in Culver. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I had to play drunk on Las Vegas once, and then got, they stopped the whole shot because I overacted. Oh. <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah. Hey, Mr. Stumbles, they said. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that was fun. You're like, no, it's method. I yeah, have a yeah, flask. Yeah, that's exactly. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Well, oh, my God. There's so much good stuff on here. Scrubs. What were you on Scrubs? Vampire? I'm nurse. <laughs> you were a nurse. Okay, yeah. good. All right. I, 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 good. We're mixing it up a little yeah. bit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> was it just one day? Was, it, was this through Central? I'm curious how you... Because I, I know how you got the other stuff, the, the the goth stuff, but... It must have been through Central, because okay. I can't imagine that they called the weirdos for a nurse, because <laughs> I, I really was just standing there with a clipboard. Mm-hmm. I had black hair at the time, but it didn't look garish or uh. hostile. That seems like a weird <laughs> word to use that moment, but I'm going to... You know, and I'm standing by it. Fine. Yeah, fine. I had hostile hair <laughs> when it was red, but black, it was softer. <laughs> Um, this softer shade of goth and yeah just a nurse just a nurse yeah was that in that it's i think it's actually become a hospital again it was an abandoned hospital basically at one point right was it yes but somewhere in the valley either it caught fire or they tore it down oh okay okay i want to say it's a 
Apartments now. Oh, okay. It's across from Namie's. That's all I remember, the big beauty store there in mm-hmm. North Hollywood. Need to know info. It is not. You have so... What? Okay, hold on. Wait. I'm just looking at this list. There's I am too, because so I've forgotten. so much good stuff on here. Most of it. Uh-uh. Uh... Yeah, well, we've <laughs> we learned more than we need to know about Crispin Glover from Charlie's Angels 2. Is there anything else from Charlie's Angels 2 you want to tell us about, though? What, where were you in it? The uh, Hollywood Boulevard, kind of. Uh-huh. So they had shut down Hollywood Boulevard to film in front of what was, at the time, the Man's Chinese Theater. Uh-huh. To show, I forget, some kind of premiere, but the ladies were coming out of a limo. Bernie was there. And and Crispin, mm-hmm. God, mm-hmm. seriously, ever since Back to the Future, I have a, such a thing for that man. Uh-huh. He's tall and creepy, and I love it. <laughs> and yeah, I remember when, well, okay, so first of all, I was not on that part of it, mm-hmm. even though I'm in that scene. Okay. It started to rain. Mm-hmm. They had closed off Hollywood Boulevard, paid, I think, $3 million Ooh. to do so for a few nights. Wow, wow, wow. And it started to rain. They did not properly cover the cameras that were a million dollars a piece. What? Okay. So all the footage was lost. No. So they had to, because they couldn't afford to do that again, they rebuilt the front of the man's Chinese theater in a soundstage. Yeah. The fuck? And refilmed the whole thing. And because I found out Crispin was on it, I was like, can I be in that? Since it's all wasted, it's not like you need continuity, right? Uh And they're like, no. And I was like, okay. (laughs) So, so good. So good. I might have stood inappropriately close to him, like kind of weaving my way through the crowd Mm -hmm. as everyone's cheering and pretending. Mm-hmm. And uh, just so I could get close to him. I mean, you got a movie crush. You got a movie crush. What are you going to do? I mean, I got invited to his house afterwards. I mean, I would take him up on it. He's not going to invite me, but I would take him up on it. I had a good time. That's great. I was in the dark for an hour and a half on his bed uh-huh. next to him. And that sounds so dirty. Nothing mm-hmm. happened. Uh-huh. He, we were watching his movie. Uh-huh. Uh, it is fine. Uh-huh. Just freaking weird. Don't watch it. Is that... One of his where he casts actors with Down syndrome? Because I know that he's done that in a series of movies. So, this is so off the rails right now. <laughs> I know. This is, this is what happens. But there was a man who was in a, I mean, I guess you call it assisted living facility, even mm-hmm. though he was a younger man. Mm-hmm. And people thought he was, well, he was mute. Mm-hmm. But they thought he also was uh had a lower mental capacity because we don't use the R word anymore, mm-hmm. but I don't know the proper one right now. Sure. I'm sorry. But he, they thought he just, he didn't have the capability of, you know, deep thought. Mm-hmm. Wow. Mm-hmm. Words are just bad it's today. Hard. It's hard. They're, yeah. Words are hard. <laughs> and his roommate figured out that through a series of blinks, he could communicate very well. Oh, okay. This was an articulate person in his brain, unlike me. And, <laughs> So the roommate took down what was a movie script. Mm-hmm. And Crispin found out about it, used the money he made from suing the pants off of, uh, <laughs> yeah, Universal or whoever it was for uh-huh. Back to the Future for yep. illegally using his image and not giving him credit for uh-huh. the second and third film, and made this movie. Yeah. Just made this movie this guy had written through a series of blinks from wow. a wheelchair. Wow. He was also paraplegic. Uh-huh. And made the movie and had it star the guy. That's remarkable. I mean, it's notable for that. Like, it's notable for the whole story of yeah. making it. 
That's so weird. Yeah. That's so interesting. He, he he told us this before he showed the film mm-hmm. and did his great big slideshow beforehand, mm-hmm. which is also weird. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's so hot. Um, <laughs> I'm so weird. That's fine. It's a good kind of weird. It's fine. I yeah. love it. I I mean, I would go to Crispin Glover's house, like I said. I, yeah. I, I know where it is. It's in Silver Lake. I only know the guy who played George McFly in the next two movies. <laughs> I'd be completing the set if I met him. Um, so, okay, what else we got? All right, we got Scrubs. We got, wait a minute. What is what is NYPD 2069? Yeah, I don't think it ever made it anywhere. Okay. But it was super cyberpunk. Uh-huh. And it's an underground goth club. And... <laughs> Yeah, I don't think it went anywhere. What a terrible name, too, NYPD 2069. I know. What what five-year-old came up with that title? <laughs> That's remarkable. Yeah, who, who let that through? <laughs> NCIS? Navy NCIS. I mm-hmm, mm-hmm. do believe I was a uh, telephone sex worker. Uh-huh. Yeah. I yeah. have pictures from that one. You do? Okay. And I don't know why they dressed me the way I did for a telephone, for a telephone. sex worker. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I had a very short miniskirt oh on God. and red heels that almost killed me. Jesus. A lot of PVC and weird makeup. I'm not... That's really strange. Yeah. Yeah. Why are people at a phone bank dressed that way? You just, you're so... Wow. That's... <laughs> right. Why not like real life, like jammies uh-huh. and slippers? Yeah, you would think. Yeah. You're in the Men in Black 2 music video. I am. I got <laughs> to be you? an alien. Oh, so good. Three hours of makeup each day uh-huh. with award-winning makeup artists. I am in the behind the scenes. Uh, MTV did this thing mm-hmm. called making uh, the music video. Oh, sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. At the time, it was the most expensive music video ever filmed. Don't it might still it. be. Yeah, yeah. And they talked to me. And Will Smith came over and talked to me and asked me questions about how I was enjoying the set. I love and, it. Uh, he was great. He was so nice. His son was supposed to be in the music video. Uh-huh. Was too nervous to walk through the crowd of aliens Aww. to the s- stage because he was supposed to hand something off to his dad. His sunglasses. He was giving back oh. his sunglasses that had gotten smacked off by some hentai tentacle monster. Mm-hmm. And he was he was too upset. He wouldn't do Aww. it. So they had they had a little girl who I don't think was related to him do it instead mm-hmm. but we we were trying to be encouraging yeah, until, yeah. like it's okay we're just people mm-hmm. and such a sweet kid he was like hell no <laughs> fuck all y'all i'm out and i know he didn't say that because he was like three uh, sure but, but in his he, head he was thinking it mm-hmm. he mm-hmm. absolutely was <laughs> what did you look like what kind of an alien are we talking like a gray or something crazy from the movie so they took pictures from brahm uh-huh the artist Brahm to use as reference for the aliens. Okay. Directly taken. Wow. I emailed Brahm after that photos and I was like, hey, so I don't know if they got permission, but you know, I love your work and here's me as one of your pieces. Uh huh. And I think there was a, a returned email of both flattery and righteous indignation uh-huh. for the fact that no one asked his of course permission. Oh my God. Yeah. But essentially, I looked like. I had panties on my face and churros coming out of the back of my head. <laughs> oh, my God. And because I it, it hooked over my ears, the bottom of the panties, eating was difficult because I kind of had to pull the fabric down the side uh-huh. and, uh, and kind of put food in and try to force a straw like around into a this swirly shape. And uh, <laughs> why didn't they have fun straws? Right. 
Yeah, so eating was fun. Oh my god. <laughs> Super good times. I've never had that kind of like limiting shit put on me, so I can't I would feel like I would be claustrophobic. Were you cool with it? Definitely the the vampire coffin was more claustrophobic sure, than that. Sure, sure. Because was that it closed most of the time or more often than oh. you even a millisecond with someone who is not wearing deodorant yeah, is no, too much time. Fucked up. That's fucked up. <laughs> I'm not going to call him out because I know no. the guy. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. yeah. I, I don't care. He, I haven't seen him in years. His name is Ducky. And <laughs> <laughs> I'm a jerk. And I know that's not his real name, so it doesn't even matter. He could just deny it. Uh, so, yeah. That's the kind of thing, though, that, like, if you're said, if you're being, hey, guys, uh, so you're going to be close quarters with people, make sure, yada, da, 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 da. Like, just make sure. That's really weird to me. That yeah. Is, that is disturbing. Um what else do we have here? Wait, oh, wait, wait. So we got some more music videos. Okay. We do. What? Okay. And I am I probably have seen it, but you might have to remind me what Running From Me by Three Doors Down is. I just remember we were sincerely running down downtown LA uh-huh. streets at night. It was cold. There are points I have a bunny mask on, <laughs> <laughs> but other times, no. You can, however, clearly see me in the shots that just have uh, the lead singer and a crowd of people around him. They put me in the front row of that. Uh-huh. So that and uh, Free Your Mind uh-huh. is probably where you would ever see me the most out of anything. Mm-hmm. And that was an exciting one for me because I was told there is a German industrial band who has shut down parts of downtown Los Angeles yeah. to film a music video. And... You know, all that went through my little goth brain was, what German industrial band has that kind of money? Yeah. I'm going to be in a Rammstein of video. Of course, or, of course. Yeah, like V&V Nation or somebody. Wait, are they German? A-pop, maybe? Mm-hmm. Berserk? So I got super duper excited. And then I get there, <laughs> and there are these guys who just dress like douchebags, right? Like designer jeans that have appliques all over oh, them. Oh, oh and boy. Just gross. But they started singing. We were... I was walking alongside a slowly moving truck where the the band was on top of singing to camera. Mm -hmm. And it was Free Your Mind, like in Vogue's Free Your Mind. Wait, really? And I was like, this is so weird. They're doing a cover of Free Your Mind. Uh And I'm like, this is bullshit. But then I hear someone get on the radio and they said, yeah, we're ready. Bring down in Vogue. And I was like, no effing way. What the fuck? Right. So it was... And Vogue comes down, and little teenage me is freaking the fuck out right then. Uh-huh. I didn't realize what a fan I was until yeah, yeah. they came down. Mm-hmm. And I was, wow. That's remarkable. Beautiful. Still yeah. immaculately beautiful women, and they've still got it. And I had such a great time on the set after that. Uh-huh. And uh, yeah. So it was like a cover, but integrating their actual they're actually involved in the cover is this what i'm understanding okay okay that's fucking great it was and you can almost not find this video anywhere i have found it and uh, reposted it because i yeah (laughs) because no one else can believe that i was in an in vogue music video Mm -hmm. uh dancing next to them for most of it Mm -hmm. but the band was called sub seven it's s-u-b the numerical seven Uh e-v-e-n that is so complicated. Yeah, I know. And uh, <laughs> that was great. It was all day long, morning to night. And I would never trade that experience for anything. Yeah, no, of course not. That's yeah. so good. 
Um, I'm seeing eight millimeter, which I don't know how I missed that. Mm. What 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 were you? Uh, crack horn number two. <laughs> crack <horn> number two. <laughs> Women get such good parts. Well, They're always given the best parts. So I was a underage porn actress uh-huh. on the set, not uh-huh. not in real life. Uh-huh. I was I was of age, and I was interviewed by Nicolas Cage and just asked these series of questions, and they were undercover trying to hire me. Okay. To be in their porn. Uh huh. Because they were trying to get down to the nitty gritty of the awful porn scene. Right. And they cut that entire scene out. But I am still in the background with someone named Texas Terry, where we are primping and wearing almost nothing. Now that I think oh about it, God. I still have a Polaroid from set. Uh huh. I don't know how I didn't get a bump in pay for nude. Uh huh. And uh, so, yeah, but because there were no lines, there is not a credit on the film for yeah. me so i affectionately call her crack horn number two because texas so terry was a, a more well-versed actress than i so i felt like she deserved number one sure 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 and i'm crack horn number two <laughs> wait so in the interview process you don't have any lines so what i did in that oh, you and did. the whole thing got cut from the film so it got cut oh my god so you don't get credit for something that, that fucking doesn't sucks. yeah show up God damn it. That's so annoying. Did he, are, can we see you at all, though? Anywhere yes. in the back? You can, yes. We can see you. Okay. All right. See, again, these are things that I like to dig for because, again, I haven't released any of these episodes yet, so I don't know right. to what level. I'd like to get a few screen caps of people. Okay. Yeah. Um, I've that's got them. remarkable. Okay. So we've hit this point in the show where we have one segment on the show. Yeah. It's called Five and Over. Okay. And I know yeah, that we skipped it. a few things. No, that's fine. But you I can don't think also, any of it is noteworthy. Oh, it's up to you. But. You take one that you've done. It can be a few lines, no lines. It can be anything. Uh, and you turn it into a spinoff. doesn't have to be the same genre. doesn't have to be the same format. Oh. So it can be whatever you want. And we don't have to go into crazy detail. But sometimes we do because it's a fun improv exercise. But what what's a role that you're like, oh, they could get their own show or their own movie? I mean, yeah, the girl who's standing next to Crispin Glover, he has decided he's no longer the thin man and he turns to me and falls in love and we just have this porn from eight millimeter that we do all the time no that's terrible um, and new spank material for me that's sure, what sure, that's sure. what's gonna happen later uh-huh. <laughs> wow so, this is this is an adults only podcast it, right it, it is now okay yeah, good uh-huh. yeah <laughs> sorry i should have warned you i have a dirty dirty brain that's fine you're allowed you're a human being <laughs> the one i would spin off mm-hmm. and it can be as small as you want because then you've got more but it doesn't have to be small either. that's true right you know. i think it would possibly be uh be cool or get yes, shorty didn't even too. Go that one i missed that's that all one. right Sorry, please what were you in be cool uh a swing dancer awesome a convention attendee mm-hmm but my favorite part was, uh, and again, it got cut, but I had this wonderful, elaborate conversation with Danny DeVito. Holy shit. Yeah. What? Yeah, and he's great. And I don't even know what I would call the part. I don't even know what the theme of the show would be, but mm-hmm. I just want to talk to Danny DeVito forever. Mm-hmm. Were you talking about swing dancing or something else? What are you talking about in your scene? We were talking about entering uh, the club itself, to be honest, mm-hmm. and uh, yeah, and uh, if, and I don't even think he's in the scene, but he was asking me about being his dance partner, and I, I'm at least two feet 
taller than him. Sure. So that would have been fun because I don't know how I would go under uh, his legs. <laughs> <laughs> Not a dirty part. No, that was part of the swing dance routine. Sure, sure, yeah. And yeah, that, I mean, I don't. That's not a possibility. Maybe that's why they cut it. <laughs> that is not going to happen. Uh-huh. Now, Uma. Uh-huh. Yeah. Sure. I'd get under Uma's legs. <laughs> I could fit under there. Those are some tall legs. Yes. That yeah. Is, that is a tall woman. Wow. I'm getting real off track right now. <laughs> so she's a swing dancer. She is not. She's No, your character. Your oh, yes. Character, yes. yes. So, I was swing dancing and having a great time. Is this a TV show or a movie? What do we think? What's her show? Or what's her project? Is it her spinoff? Is this a movie or a TV show? Oh, it's definitely a feature-length film. Okay. And it is getting into the swing dance scene, if only, but to, uh, like, discover herself, right? Because Mm -hmm. she has high-functioning anxiety, and she is just doing this exercise where she, every month, does something that she is extremely uncomfortable about the thought of. And throwing herself in as a means of therapy. Mm -hmm. And that's just one of the many things is she has decided, even though she has two left feet, super clumsy, Mm -hmm. she's going to swing dance. And next month she's going to karaoke, even though she has the worst voice. (laughs) And maybe afterwards uh, skydiving because she's afraid of heights. And I might be pulling too much from my own personal experiences (laughs) here. But yeah, just every, every, you know. It'll just cut to this, I don't want to call it montage, because I think they would explore it a little more deeply in the film, mm-hmm. but she just keeps doing these things to pull her out of her own comfort zone so that she, not as a more well-rounded person, mm-hmm. but is able to make friends more easily and live a life that she wanted because she's no longer afraid of everything. Mm-hmm. So there perfect. we go. That's that's the movie. And she marries Crispin Glover. And she, oh. <laughs> if nothing else, there's a really steamy sex scene. <laughs> Because after all, one of her anxieties is, mm-hmm. you know, rough sex with um, <laughs> a tall, skinny, dark, creepy, uh-huh. gorgeous man who has a weird collection of antique glass eyeballs from the Victorian era uh-huh. and medical equipment. And that seems like it'd be scary, but now she's into it. She's really into it. It's the one thing she's not afraid of. Uh-huh. And uh, so it's the one thing she continues to do throughout the film as a montage mm-hmm. and they just intersperse it occasionally you know like <laughs> i just went skydiving i got a bone crisp and glover so it's kind of like the room in that way like yeah. it's cutting to the same sex scene over and over again <laughs> no no different sex scenes oh, sure, yeah sure. on okay. the couch That's, yeah you got to mix it up a little yeah. bit yeah <laughs> <laughs> on that catwalk uh-huh yeah the creepy <laughs> stairs going nowhere uh-huh yeah yeah all of it there's a slideshow about it somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> okay, this has been way too much fun, um, and I could do it for another hour, but yeah. I want you to tell people uh, where they can find you and the shop online. Tell them maybe about some stuff that's happening here. I apologize because I don't know when this is going to come out. It could be a couple months, honestly. Right. But just give us a general idea of maybe the kind of stuff they can see here or do here. Okay, yeah, this shop might be closed by the time this comes out. (laughs) (laughs) It's a game store. It could happen. Uh Uh, Geeky Tees is in Burbank Uh in uh, the historic Magnolia Park District. The one that we've all heard about is kind of getting gentrified. Yeah. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And uh, we just have so much fun here, and I welcome everybody. Everyone is my friend. The moment you walk through the door, as long as you're not a dick, Mm -hmm. I... I am happy to be your friend. So you can find us there or at geekytees.com. I know it's a weird name, but we also have geeky tea. Like mm-hmm. we, it's not t-shirts. We sell loose leaf tea 
that I've made nerdy, like dead poolong and the Agent Coulson's Tahitian blend. It's a magical taste. Mm-hmm. So we do fun things like that because I also love tea and I want to share that with people. So tea, board games, and cats. Mm-hmm. And me personally, I have started my own uh, very small show about my journey into uh, mental wellness, Mm -hmm. where I've been talking about what I've been learning, not only through therapy, but I have started classes as a clinical psychologist, because I just learned so many things about myself and people in general, that I'm hoping if I can just do one thing to help someone else understand their own mental illness in a way to get themselves out or just kind of get a grasp on it and give a title to it so that they can work through it i want to do that for people Mm -hmm. so i i do that and and of course i've got like the facebook page and the instagrams and things Mm -hmm. but uh those are those are unimportant narcissisms compared to (laughs) what i really want to do which is cat rescue and help people Mm -hmm. so uh yeah is the video is it i apologize is it on youtube is it it is on YouTube currently. Uh-huh. I, I do plan to have my own channel because I have a couple of shows coming out. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of them is called Bad Board Games and Booze. Awesome. Where I play board games that are rated three or below universally. No one on the show has played them before. Mm-hmm. And we get piss fucking drunk Sounds playing them amazing yeah it's, that's how i'm good at games well then, drunk. then be on my show please right. dan telfer is actually one of my co-hosts oh amazing yeah so you know it's good because mm-hmm. he's funny as hell yeah and i am not i'm gonna start taking improv <laughs> you've made me laugh numerous times tonight i think uh, today so. i think that's because i keep giving you weird looks when i say crispin glover's name <laughs> i drift off into this weird trance-like state where my eyes go scleral like a shark <laughs> they just completely black and i get this stupid grin like the grinch when his you know heart grows it just curls up at the sides <laughs> it's so weird crispin if you're out there my phone number it no you've got it you've got it baby you still have it wouldn't it be the weirdest thing if it turns out he listens to all my shows I don't know what I would do with that information. I don't know either. I would be super embarrassed if he, <laughs> if he actually listened to this. No, he's got some hottie girlfriend in Prague, probably. Of course, it's Prague. Yeah. Yeah, he actually has a house there as well. Not surprised. Yeah, it's a yeah. castle, right? It's a castle. It is. Of course, it fucking is. Yeah, I, it's either a castle or a historical mansion. I forget. He had to get special permission to buy it, <laughs> and he's been restoring it, including all the the fresco paintings <sighs> inside. And I maybe. I am not stalking him. It came sure. across in my Facebook feed because is, I said it out loud, and yeah. so therefore it's a thing, and I get fed it. He's a man of myth. These kinds of things come out about people who do weird shit, but he does seemingly non-dangerous to other people weird shit. Except for kicking, possibly, mm. uh, Letterman in the head. Oh, sure. Yeah. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. yeah. But you never, you can never tell if that was planned or not. Have they asked David Letterman? Has David Letterman ever talked about it? He seemed, I watched the clip, uh-huh. Seemed a little taken aback. He genuinely. did seem genuinely upset about okay. it. Okay. Okay. And and like when they cut to commercial, like Crispin's not there anymore. <laughs> <laughs> like when they come back uh-huh. and he still looks shaken, uh-huh. and uh, and they're like, and our next guest, <laughs> and uh, you know this band is going to play four songs instead of the usual two yeah, because yeah, yeah. <laughs> we have to fill time now because Crispin is fucking crazy. And yeah, <laughs> so I don't know if it was planned. Uh, That's so funny. It, he did not appear sober. Mm-hmm. Yeah, my man, hopefully he's he's going to go through rehab for that because I don't date 
people with substance abuse problems. Fair, smart. Even if they don't have a problem with it, I, I don't. Yeah. Yeah. Not my thing. Mm-hmm. So that's mm, a good thing. To yeah. Keep in mind. Crispin. <laughs> <laughs> if you want us to be happy, <laughs> you gotta lay off the stuff. Where are people gonna be able to see your shows when uh, these shows on on is the YouTube channel out there? They can subscribe now or no. They can subscribe to my personal channel, but the shows are still being uh, filmed. We mm-hmm. actually did a pilot already. Okay. And we're probably going to go to the public sector for funding for that that particular one. Awesome. And okay. then I have a couple more. I have one in works with uh, White Wolf mm-hmm. to do things for the vampire. Cool. Wow. Cool. Full circle. Mm-hmm. For Vampire LARP. Oh my gosh. It is full circle. My <laughs> life has just come right back around to when I was 17. Uh-huh. And damn, I'm living my best life right now. <laughs> and one more that I can't talk about just yet, sure. but it is an RPG show. Okay, awesome. Yeah. yeah. So That's remarkable. If you want to come play on any of the things, come play. Yes, I'm, I'm down to do it. Yeah, we'll be vampires I'm again together. terrible at gaming. I'm, I could still do that. That I could, I'd look okay in makeup still. I can at least pull that off, you know, so I mean, that's fine. Bad board games and booze, you're not supposed to be good at it because they're really, mm-hmm. they're truly awful games. Okay, good. That well, nobody should better. have played. That's amazing. They shouldn't have even been made. Good. They're very cheap on eBay. That's awesome. Yeah. Okay, I'm excited about that. I'd like to play the ungame with some a bunch of drunk people. That's something that would be amazing. Do you know I have that here? Do you really? That is on the show, Holy but crap. it is the Christian version. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, that's the one I had. Really? Yeah, I oh. bought it from a Salvation Army. I'm like, what the fuck is this? And then my family and I played it together, ironically, because it was too much. Yeah, it actually says non-competitive uh-huh. on the box, and it's definitely non-fun. Uh-huh. Made by a teacher in Anaheim. But see, then uh-huh. you can't be on that episode, because sure. one of the, the things is you that can't you have can't played have played it. played it before. That's fair. That's so you're going to have to play maybe the Scooby-Doo game with me or something oh else. Oh my God, It's yes. so bad. It's so bad. Cannot wait. We do start every episode mm-hmm. with Hungry Hungry Hippos, Loser Does a Shot. <laughs> Uh, so you may want to get that trigger finger working right now. Uh-huh. Well, that's fine. I'm used to drunk acting or oh, drunk true. performing. So I'm. How many professional drinkers do you know? That's the saddest title in the world to have, by the way, professional drinker. Well, so so now we've been on two things together. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I'm going to go see Die Hard. Oh yeah, right. Later this you month. guys have probably missed it because, but we're doing Die Hard a drinking game out here in Los Angeles for Christmas. Is it at the Met again? I think it, it is. is. Okay, good. You know, and I don't. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus and by Christ. the way, do you know where you're going to be in a few weeks? Nope. You're going to be at the Met. Mm-hmm. Good. Well, yeah. That'll be fun. Making me laugh. At least I've done this show several times. Although, if my producers are listening, can we please do Back to the Future again so I can be <gasps> Marty McFly again? Thanks so much. Oh, but yeah. who's going to play George McFly? It's a mix. It's a mix every time. He's Maybe. my density. Yeah. Okay. And, and everybody who ever plays him does a very good job playing playing him. But are they hot? Um, It depends on who it is. Okay. It depends. I can try and just make sure they cast somebody sexy. I'll do my best. Or I'll try and get Crispin involved. Can you imagine if he... That would never happen. But if he actually showed up... We'd be in danger. I feel like I'd be in danger the whole time. That's my only concern. Yes. I think the only person who could do it is Jeff Goldblum. Mm. If you're going to get, you know, like a big name. Somebody else that's like a lanky weirdo. Yeah. Yeah. All right. All right. Jeff, if you're listening, um, no, you cannot play jazz on the show. I I apologize in advance. Uh, (laughs) Donna, thank you so much for doing the show. Thank you, Jason. Um, And thank you guys for listening. And there's only one thing I say at the end of every episode, and that's I'm so sorry I missed your thing. Uh, I don't own a TV. So there we go. You can find The Professional Blur on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, and anywhere else you find podcasts. 
and follow Jason on Instagram at Jason Klom and follow his hashtag, The Professional Blur.